Welcome to Advice with Miss B, the podcast where you'll find the advice you didn't know you needed. Join me as we dive into everyday topics from taxes to laundry and everything in between. Whether you're a high school student, college student, a young professional starting out in the workforce, or just anyone really, I aim to equip you with knowledge and insights that will make your journey through adulthood easier and more enjoyable. So this is Advice with Miss B, and let's get this learning going. As we are entering the holiday season, I guess we're kind of already in the depths of it by now. Um, My son brought home from preschool a homework assignment, his very first homework assignment. I was surprised and yet not surprised all at the same time. Anyways, so his homework assignment was two things. One, he had to make a snowman as a family. So together we made a snowman. It was adorable. And then the second thing is he had to fill out like about my holidays kind of thing. So it was a piece of paper had your name, like what holiday do you celebrate? Um, and then like, how do you celebrate? How do you decorate? That kind of thing. Any special food, favorite tradition, that kind of stuff. So in filling it out with our kiddo, you know, like what holiday do we celebrate? And I said, you know, buddy, what, what holiday is coming up that we're getting ready to celebrate? And he's like, well, Christmas. And I was like, okay, like that's, Yes, we're celebrating Christmas. And he kind of was confused. And I was like, well, buddy, not everybody not everybody celebrates Christmas. And he was like, taken aback. Like, what do you mean not everybody celebrates Christmas? And I feel like even some adults have that mindset of like, what do you mean not everybody celebrates Christmas? Um, but yes, there are other holidays out there. And then I know it's really hard for some people to believe but there are actually people who don't celebrate any holidays. And a little jealous because their time of year must not be very stressful for them. But like there are people who don't celebrate any holidays and that is just fine too. So my kid then and rightfully asked like, well, what other holidays are there? <laughs> now I kind of feel like he's thinking like maybe I'm getting gypped. I'm just getting one. There's a few Um, so, you know, I explained there's, there's Hanukkah and there's Kwanzaa. And then I looked at my husband and I was like, and what else? Like, I feel like there's gotta be more, but those are, those are the three big ones, Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. And then I feel like Christmas could be divided into the religious Christmas and the non-religious Christmas too, if you want to get into it. And then there's the combined, there's so many versions of Christmas if you want to dig into it. But he's like, well, what are, what are those holidays? And, you know, I know enough about Hanukkah that, you know, I'm like, well, Hanukkah is a Jewish holiday. So mama has a friend who celebrates Hanukkah and it is a celebration of light and it goes for however many days. I googled it later. It's eight days. Um, And they have their own traditions and their own celebrations and their own things that they do, just like we do for Christmas and for Kwanzaa. I know nothing. I know that it is an African-American holiday. That's it. That's the extent of my knowledge. So I did what any normal human being would be or would do. And that is I went to the library and I got a book, right? Because that's what all the young kids do these days is they go to the library and get a book on these topics. Um, No, I just happened to take my kiddos to the library today and they had the holiday books set out and the winter holiday books were out on top. And I was like, Ooh, there was one about Hanukkah and there was one about Kwanzaa and 
Christmas, and those are the only holidays listed for the winter holidays in the books. And I was like, okay, we must we must be doing good. I think I got three for three, I think, maybe. Um, so I grabbed the Hanukkah book, I grabbed the Kwanzaa book, and I was like, we'll read these later. Maybe it'll help me explain to my kiddo, like, what these holidays are that are also being celebrated right now. I know right now Hanukkah is happening. And then um, I learned from the book, the one thing I did learn from the book, maybe two things I learned from the book for Kwanzaa is that it's celebrated December 26th through January something. Okay. Um, so yeah, turns out I need to do more research about my holidays. And if anybody would love to be interviewed about celebrating these holidays, let me know. Okay. Add me on the Insta, DM me, buzz goes B, right? Um, also check out my website at buzzgoesb.com or not, hold on buzzgoesbee.com. And then um, I do believe there's a contact form on there. Otherwise, you can also email me at buzzgoesbee at gmail.com. Yeah. Anyways, so I read, I read the Kwanzaa book. <laughs> I read it to my husband later because this Kwanzaa book answers no, no questions. There are candles involved. That's what the book says. Um, I think seven candles. It just says seven candles are a part of the thing that I would butcher its name if I tried to say it. Um, and it started in, I think it's in 1966 and it is like, that's pretty much, that's pretty much what it is. It was, it was horrendous book. There are no real facts in there, but it's a beginner book. So like a kiddo who's beginning to read could read the one sentence on each page just fine. So then I read the Hanukkah book and like, yeah, if you thought the Kwanzaa book was bad, I know enough about Hanukkah to know that they could have added four more words and made it make sense. Like, the menorah has nine candles. You could have added that it has nine candles to represent the eight days that the light was burning and then the extra to light the other ones with. Like, I, I, yeah. It literally was like the dreidel is a, t a toy, like a top with a letter on each side. And then like five pages later, it says families play dreidel games. Like, I feel like there's a lot more to a dreidel than just that. So anyways, if you would like to educate me and my fellow listeners, let me know because I would love it. Um, but then it also gets me that as, as we're in the depths of the holiday season, um, there's often a lot of a lot of things shared on the Facebook and Insta and like bumper stickers and stickers and things about, you know, like <clears throat> keep Christ in Christmas and remember the reason for the seasons. And I, I struggle with that, even though we celebrate Christmas, just because I feel like people don't know what the reason for the season originally was. And yeah. So if you were my student, you have probably heard a much longer, much more in-depth version of what you're going to get in the next four or five minutes or so. I'll try to keep it short. Um, and it used to be one of my students' absolute favorite days. And I used to leave kids mind-boggling, like mind, like their minds were blown. They were so confused. Um, so teaching eighth grade science, part of the standards were to teach the reasons for the seasons, not like the holiday season that we, we celebrate, but the, why does the earth have four seasons? Why do we have winter, summer, spring, fall, that kind of thing? And 
I would give kids a day to do different stations. They would have readings, they would make a foldable, they had a videos, they had all of these different things. And so they would go find all this information. And then we would come together and they would walk in and they'd be so amazed because all the desks, all the tables would be pushed off to the sides and I'd have one big open room and I would put all the chairs in a circle. Everybody get a chair, sit around the circle. And in the middle, I would have my big tall blue stool. That was my son. And I would carry a, an inflatable globe and that was the earth. And we would talk about the tilt of the earth as it went around the sun, would expose different parts of the earth to direct light, causing it to heat up more, causing it warmer daytime temperatures, often warmer nighttime temperatures, things like that too. Versus when you're tilted when you're on the part of the earth that is tilted away from the sun, you're going to have less direct light, so it's colder and all that stuff. It also affects the amount of daylight hours you have, so like if you're up in the North Pole, you end up with 24 hours of darkness in the wintertime because you don't get to see the sun ever, but in the summertime you also end up with 24 hours of daylight kind of thing. Now it's, I don't think it's that extreme, but the Arctic Circle is like, yeah. Anyways, so we would have this whole conversation. We would go around and talk about the equinoxes and the solstices. And I had a student once who was like, I'm not supposed to talk about the solstices because they're evil. Like people who worship evil things worship the solstices. And I was like, well, okay, but it's a day and it's whatever you make it. Um, we're talking about the scientific solstice. The solstice is the day, either the longest day of the year or the shortest day of the year. So the winter solstice is the longest night of the year because it's the shortest day. It has the least amount of daylight hours. And it is the point where the earth is like, I'm trying to picture my head and trying to explain it without saying the wrong words because these words always confuse kids and gets the wrong ideas in their heads. But when it's tilted away from the earth and it's at the farthest point and then it's going to start coming to where it's no longer tilted away from the earth, but it's always tilted. I, it's crazy. Anyways, so... um. I was like, well, the day is whatever you make it, but in reality, there is a solstice. It is a scientific term, and here's what it means. And equinoxes are whenever you have equal days and nights, so you have exactly 12 hours of daylight, 12 hours darkness. Not always, but yeah, usually on the equator. So we would do that. We would talk about those dates, what they tend to be every year, because they winter in, winter is always December 21st, summer is always June 21st. And then the equinoxes, there's like, it's either this day or this day. It just depends. Um, so we talk about that and we get kids going and identifying like, when's your birthday and the approximate dates. So based on when you know the equinoxes and solstices are and all of that, when your birthday would be approximately, what, what relationship would the earth-sun positioning have and stuff like that, right? And then I would go into the story about the, the Norse people, North myth. Norse mythology, so Odin, Loki, um, Thor, all of them. There's a whole group of them. Now, the comic book series did take their somewhat mythology and turn it into a story, but like the story, that's that's it. Like pretty much the names and the relationship, that's it. Everything else is totally different. So they believed in the sun and it's been a long time so I apologize I would look this up every time before I would do it and I have not looked it up because I going on a whim today um but there was the sun was being chased away from the earth by a large wolf and every fall this wolf would start chasing the sun and start to catch up to it and the sun would get further and further away so what would happen is Odin who like was 
the head god, um, would get together a hunting party and they would go hunting this wolf. And so they would try to hunt the wolf to get the sun to come back. So on the night of the big hunt, that would be the night of the winter solstice because that was when the wolf was chasing it away. And although Odin and his hunting party never killed the wolf, the wolf always managed to get away is my understanding. Um, they would chase it away. So the wolf would stop chasing the sun. So the sun would start coming back. So it was always the winter solstice celebration kind of thing. So what would happen is that Odin would take his, his hunting party and they would go chase this wolf down to help support the hunting party. People would burn fires and they would make sure the fire would burn all night long. What they would do is like go down out in the wood, chop down a giant tree fell it over into a fire pit, light the end on fire, and somebody would spend all night long making sure this tree just kept getting shoved into the fire so that way the tree would continue to burn. And so they had a fire all night long. So all of these fires would light the hunting party's way throughout the night because it's a super dark night. Not only that, but kids would leave out hay and carrots because Odin's horse would need some hay and carrots, right? Who doesn't want to feed a horse? Um, Odin's horse, by the way, I cannot pronounce his name. I will not even try to pronounce his name. Um, but it was a big eight-legged horse, which was pretty cool. And kids are like, whoa, an eight-legged horse. I'm like, right. So, so kids like to leave out carrots and hay and stuff for this horse. And so th as they were traveling through, the horse would munch on the carrots and stuff. And as a thank you, Odin would leave small gifts behind, oftentimes hanging socks by the fire to dry would end up with gifts or treats inside of them. Um, and so then the hunting party would become successful at chasing the wolf away anyways, not killing the wolf, but chasing it away. And then the sun would start to come back. And these big logs that they would put into the fire, they were called Yule logs. And this was the festival of Yule, Y-U-L-E, which you may have been like, wait, Yuletide greetings. Yes, that's, that's kind of where this idea comes from. Um, and then Odin, if you don't know anything about Norse mythology or watched any of the, the movies, Odin is this old guy. He is an old, wise man. Um, he gave his right eye for all the knowledge in the world as the story goes and all that stuff. So he's a very old man, a long white beard and riding his eight-legged horse. Right? You're probably starting to pick up on some, on some things here. Kids usually start picking up on things at this point too. And they're like, wait. And I'm like, well, hold on. Hold on. So like, usually around this time, somebody would be like, that sounds a lot like Christmas. I'm like, well, Christmas, you know, came about when Christianity came along and stuff. And so it turns out that Christianity, as it spread across Europe, encountered the Norse people. Um, and the Norse people still had their celebrations. So even after they converted Christianity, they still had these celebrations that they would still celebrate. And Christians were like, yo, you can't, you can't do that anymore though. Like that's celebrating gods that you don't believe in. Like that's, that's not okay. And the Norse people were like, well, it's our party. We're going to keep partying type of thing. So Christianity then was like, okay, well, what is this? What is the celebration about in reality? And the winter solstice was all about bringing the light back in the darkness. And so they're like, well, here, we'll give you the birth of Jesus. Cause that's a big bright light in the middle of the darkness. And, um, You'll find most holidays that happen are all about light around this winter solstice idea. And that's probably why, because it's related to the longest night of the year. 
But so they related that to Christmas. And that is one of the big reasons where, like, why we decorate with evergreens. Because if you look at Christianity and where Christianity comes from, they don't really have a lot of evergreens. And that's not really what they're going to decorate with, that kind of thing. Um, that's coming from the Norse people. And then poinsettias, like poinsettias come from Mexico, which is pretty fascinating and cool. And I'm not sure Europeans really decorate with poinsettias. That's a, I think that's more of an American thing because of the closeness to Mexico. I would probably say it's probably a Mexican thing too, but like, yeah, poinsettias are different. Anyways, so we decorate with evergreens because of that. That's where a Christmas tree comes from. The Yule log comes from the Yule log festival that you burn the Yule log all night long on Christmas Eve and into Christmas day and that kind of thing. Um, now it's, it's of course, you know, awaiting the birth of Jesus, not really like hoping Odin gets the wolf or anything like that. But yeah. So when people are like, remember the reason for the season, I always have to giggle to myself because I'm like, mm, yeah, that's because it's a party that people didn't want to give up essentially. And so you gave it a reason that worked for you. The other cool one is in spring. Norse people used to celebrate the goddess Ostern, who was their goddess of fertility. So this goddess would come in the springtime with all of the baby chicks and the baby bunnies. And you really wanted her to bring a lot of baby chicks and baby bunnies with her and baby animals in general, baby cows, baby sheep, goats, whatever you were raising, because you needed enough animals to raise for meat and food to get you through the next winter. So you really wanted this, this goddess to really bless your animals with fertility. So you celebrated like crazy, right? Well, have you ever wondered where baby bunnies and chicks come from in our Easter festival? Yeah. New birth. Whole thing. Anyways, so that's just enough to like, hey, if you're really curious about this, don't take my word for it. Go research it. Go learn more about where these holidays come from and where our traditions come from and where the celebrations come from. Um, and as I told one student who was just so distraught and she was the one who was like, Miss B, I can't talk about this because it's, it's like evil stuff. Right. And I, I, as she was like, so confused, I learned to end all of my talks about this stuff with it's a day. These things are all a day. It's a day on the calendar. It's a day. It's one rotation of the earth. Whatever you make it mean to you is what it means. Your birthday I hate to tell you this, your birthday is special to you and those around you who make it mean something to them. My birthday to all of you probably means nothing. Okay. But to me, it means something. And yet it's just a day on a calendar. Okay. So if you celebrate Christmas and it's about the birth of Jesus, then that's what Christmas is about for you. That's what December 25th is. If you celebrate Christmas with Santa and presents and that's what it's about, then that's what December 25th is to you. If you are Jewish and you don't do Santa and you don't do the birth of Jesus, then December 25th is generally just December 25th. Hanukkah is where it's at for you. And that's more than one day. Just saying Christianity, like where was our multiple days? Where was it? Come on. Actually, I take that back. We do have the 12 days of Christmas, which is from Christmas till what is it, January 6th or something like that. But that's a whole different story. Um, and if you celebrate Kwanzaa, then celebrate Kwanzaa. And that, those are your days. Those mean something to you. But also, don't knock others for what it means to them. And don't forget that not everybody has the same celebration as you do. Even amongst family members, even amongst the same religion. Like, it can mean something different for everyone. There's so many things of like, 
Christmas is just stressful for people and Christmas just is horrible because they have to go spend it with these family members or they don't have family members they want to spend it with or all different things. Like it, the holidays are whatever you make them. And I hope that you make them happy. And I hope that you help make them happy for others, even if that's doing nothing to make them worse for others. So if somebody says happy holidays to you and that offends you, say Merry Christmas back. That's fine. Or don't say anything at all, but don't be a jerk. Okay. Make the holiday whatever you want to make it and let others celebrate whatever they want to celebrate. Okay. Thank you for listening to me ramble on about this. I, I, yeah, I just want to talk about it. It's been a long time since we've gotten to talk about it. So yes. Now follow me on the Instagram at buzzgoesbee. I haven't really done a lot with it, but it's on my to-do list. I am also reading a book uh, doing a workbook thing with a book that I started to read a while ago about getting things done. So hopefully that gets on it. Um, I'm taking on extra responsibilities with stuff. Maybe talk about you, talk about that with you more later. Um, but yeah, so follow me, like me, subscribe, share this, all the good stuff.